G'day everyone and welcome to episode 8 of From the Spot. Uh, in this episode, we're going to cover all things football following game week 6 of the Premier League. Boys, it feels like a long time between recordings. How are we all going? Yeah, good man. It definitely does feel like a long time between recordings. I, I sort of missed you, boys. Missed you quite a bit. Um, yeah, I had a um, pretty busy days on the tool on the tools. Pretty good. Love it. Um, and how good is this unpredictability? Keep going in the Prem. What an absolutely amazing and fun to watch game week. It was, Dylan. It was a great week. Um, better to watch United on... I mean, it wasn't good to watch, but it's better on a 9.30 than it is on a Sunday night. So, I mean, I actually got a decent sleep. Um, as for how I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I mean, work today was was average. You know, everything that went could have gone wrong for me went wrong. Um, so, that, that kind of sucked, I won't lie. Uh, I'm good to be here. I'm happy to be here recording with the boys. Kemi, um, mate, I heard you You went home early today, didn't you? Yeah, had the day, had half a day off today, mate. Half my luck, right? Mate, I, I wish I had your luck. Yeah. He um, definitely just took it off to play FIFA, let's be honest. No, no, bro. No, no, no. Um, no, you, you hit the nail on the head, Dylan. I think you mentioned it last week about the unpredictability of the Premier League and here we are now about to cover a game week that's got that written all over it. So, yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, keen to get into it. It's going to be good. And um, we will get into it. And I want to start by issuing an apology to Arsenal fans. <laughs> now, at the start of the season, I said they were going to finish sixth. Even fifth, maybe, I said that they were going to finish fifth, fifth or sixth. And then the following weeks after that, I talked so much smack on Arsenal. I wanted all the smoke. These last two weeks, they proved me wrong. That, that performance against Tottenham was the best I've seen out of an Arsenal team in the last two years, by far. It was phenomenal. They, they're turning around, and it was really a step in the right direction. Yeah, I think, uh, once again, Jan, you've hit the nail on the head. I, I actually have in my notes here that um, you absolutely battered them for the first <laughs> few weeks. And look, and, and to be honest, rightly so, right? Um, yeah, they were bad. Um, yeah, they, they were in a pretty bad spot, but um, they looked... So promising against Tottenham. Um, they were so dominant. Um, Smith Rowe was awesome. Um, they, they started well. They finished well. They, I mean, Tottenham looked look worrying, to be honest. And I know we've said that the last few weeks, but um, at the time that you were, you were bashing Arsenal, Jaden, um, it was first and to last in, for the two North London teams. And now it's um, obviously Arsenal, Arsenal now picking up those three points, they're now above them. So a massive big turn of the tables there in North London. Yeah, I think, like like I said last week, I think the Nuno hype was was too quick. Like We were all too quick to, to jump on the Nuno train. And it's not necessarily his fault, um, but the only fault like he's really got is a team selection, and that's that's skip, like not starting. Two weeks in a row, <laughs> starting and lost. So, I mean, but I think, I think it has to do a lot with, with the, the atmosphere around the club. Um, like there's a dark cloud over the over the club with Harry Kane not leaving, and and it's like you see how how disappointed he is and how lackluster he is out again, there. again lackluster. <laughs> I've got to use it. I've got to use it. But um, for Arsenal, they have a bright future. Um, like Saka, ESR, Gabriel, that Tommy Yasu's only like 24. Tierney, even Ramsdale's looking okay. That was some save from him. Um, I think that. They have a bright future. They're missing a couple of pieces. Uh, I don't think Aubameyang was that good in the game, personally. He hasn't been great this season, but I think that they can. They have a bright future. 
Yeah, well, we touched on um, how Arsenal didn't really have a leader, but that's that's really now showing for Tottenham here without like a really strong backline like the other top six teams in the club and in, in the what's it called the league. Um, you see, I, I reckon Nuno needs a chance to have a good so like a good transfer window where he sells Kane, picks up some good defenders, another striker. Um, but he really needs to solid up that back line, and I think they can play a lot better. But on the other hand, I think um, Arteta's done really well. I don't know what he's done over the last two weeks, but um, the team's just – they look like they've gelled a bit. It's like it looked really free-flowing. It was really good that like, you've seen the front four linking up. It was really good to watch. Yeah, like you said, Dylan, I think they do need a – Nuno does need a good transfer window to really buy a couple of players and implement his style. And the money that Harry Kane will generate will definitely go a long way. Like, yes, he did have a transfer window already, but he didn't really get that much to spend. Yeah. Would have definitely been been nice to see him be able to spend a little bit more. I mean, hopefully Kane goes to City. Don't we agree, Cammy? I don't want him to go to City. I mean, if he um if, if he plays with the same sort of oh, I won't say attitude, that's probably the wrong word to use, but if he plays the same way he is now, it's um I don't think many many clubs will be forking <laughs> out the cash that they're asking. Um, I just want to say um, it's uh, for a team like Arsenal with the history that they have um, and the, and the start that they, they endured, they endured this season. Mm. Um, it's very, very easy and easy. And we've seen it before happen for a club like that to completely turn against the players, completely turn against the, um, the coaching staff. But I feel like Arteta has done a, an amazing job to, I won't say pull them out of the mud because there's a long way to go, but um, for this turnaround that we've seen over the last couple of weeks, uh, it's a it's a very refreshing sign for Arsenal fans. It is very refreshing. And also touching on that, um, the history side of Arsenal, um, how about Aubameyang's, um, Aubameyang's um, celebration there? Um, yeah, I Pretty nice, I won't lie. I won't lie. Yeah. Look nice. It looked nice. It was good. It's good to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Kemi, I I just mentioned how City would would probably be best suited to sign Kane. They picked up a win in the the big the biggest clash of the week. Obviously, not not the biggest upset, but the biggest clash. Pep finally got one over Tuchel, but I still think he's missing out now striker. I know he's played like really really good, but I still think he missed out out and now striker. Yeah, I think. You're right. And I think we can say it as, as much as we want. It's never going to mm. change, right? I think. Um, and j- just on that, Dylan, you mentioned FIFA earlier. It's not until you you, you play with City on FIFA, you realise, okay, shit, we really do need a striker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, no, I think um, i just like to say as well that when we did the tips last week, you guys batted me to choose the City and back on my boys. No, you. we didn't say that. We did, You batted us for picking Chelsea. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Sorry. Um Look, as far as the game goes, and I want to, I want to try and and be as neutral as I can here. I know it's obviously hard being a city supporter, but mm. um, in my opinion, I think there are a handful of teams in the world that you just can't let have the ball. That no matter who they're playing, and no matter what style uh, of the team that they're that they're playing, and and I honestly think the city are one of those, and. Uh, Tuchel obviously had them set up to in that block in that first half. And once again, if you let City play, the, the, the goal will come. 
and then you, you have to attack anyway. So I think I think really the only way to get a result against a team like that is to attack. And I know that sounds probably stupid, but um, in my opinion, I think that's what went wrong for Chelsea. And I think that's what goes wrong for teams when they set up like that against the City side. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think you you um, hit the nail on the head there. I think any... You've seen it throughout history. Like, any Pep team, you cannot let them have the ball because their sets... Their plays is just insane. Like they they can they can cut through a team's defense like butter. That's that quickly. And like it did take a while for them to get the goal. They did end up getting through it. Chelsea are a good defensive side, even in a low block. So they they done really well. And like Tuchel's a world class manager. So I can't say too much, I guess. But I don't know what he's thinking. Like you've you've got that good of a team there that you can go to City. Have a good game. You don't have to sit up in a low block. It's like he played with like a, a lower club mentality. I didn't quite get it. Well, that's the whole reason why I was worried during the lead up to the week. Because really, if you look at the Premier League sides, you would say, especially going to Stamford Bridge, you would you would think that Chelsea would do exactly what you just said, Jaden, is to take the game to us. Um, but yeah, um, I'd have to echo what you said. I think I think Tuchel got it wrong, and I don't want to take anything away from City because I thought we were brilliant. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, for Chelsea to get a result out of that game, um, I, I, I think they needed to attack more. Well, a perfect example of how to, like, go to City is Southampton a couple of weeks ago or last week. It's like they pushed, they gave it to them, but they have nowhere near as good of a side as Chelsea. So I, I really don't understand, like what Jaden said, why they sat in the low block. Like, they've got the numbers, they've got the players, they've got the skill to go at them and give Chelsea, like, give City a good game. Yeah, I, I think Pep, uh, Tuchel's pulled a pep here. He's overthought it, I think. Um, I think, think he just re, like he genuinely overthought the game plan um, and tried to just outsmart Pep when he has already outsmarting. Like, he didn't have to do anything different. I think, his, I think his rotation's finally caught up with him, too. Like, he's rotated the team a lot. And he's ro- like he rotated again. Like, he started Werner. Werner's not started very often. Thiago Silva leaves. He's playing as a Piqueta at centre-back. He, he changed it like Rudiger. It's yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I actually, you know what? I thought the same thing when I when I started watching. I thought, wow, this is this is a different looking Chelsea side. Um, I don't know whether Thiago, uh, Thiago Silva played midweek in the cup, but he was outstanding last game week in the Premier League. So um, I I was very surprised to see him um, start from the bench. Um, speaking of players getting their start though. Um, City being the the nine thirty game, I got the whole family watching. KDB's back in the starting yeah. eleven, um, so refreshing to see. Um, I think on another note, I think moving forward for City, I think that these these two weeks are going to be just a massive test of, um, you know, are we the re- real deal in these comps or not? Because mm. um, obviously Chelsea, PSG, Liverpool, that's a that's yeah. a huge uh, few games on paper. That's massive. Um, you know, we've showed now we can pick up three points against a potential title winning title winning side in Chelsea at the bridge. Um, I'm really excited to see what we do against PSG and then back it up with Liverpool. And I'm also excited to see what sort of eleven Pep puts out. Yeah, I hope Marius plays because he he um he usually plays pretty well in Europe. Um he he like definitely steps up to the B stage. I mean, I just looked then um Thiago Silva didn't play in midweek. Wow. So he, he just didn't start him. Um, 
But yeah, I, I like I heard that um, Donnarumma is going to start for for PSG. Um, so that'll be it's going to be such such a good. Um, it's an exciting time as a City fan to to play all these good teams and still be the favourite. Yeah, but they're still the favourites to win the the title, and you know, despite the poor Chelsea performance, they're still second favourites to win the title. Um, but a team that isn't title contenders, United, the biggest oh. upset of the week. Oh no! So I do want to put out a disclaimer: we suck. <laughs> it's like such a such a poor performance. Like it, it sucks that we lost two um, key players to injuries. But at the end of the day, all these do all these did was prove that that Oli has no tactical news. Like McFred was poor, and I'd be so upset, right? If Matt Judge went to Oli in the transfer window, and Oli goes, "Yeah, I want Sancho. I need that right wing spot filled." Matt Judge goes out. All right, seventy five mil. Here's Sancho. Doesn't even start him. Doesn't even. He's got no like next to no game time. He's played. He started like three games out of the like eight that we played. I just it. It's like what are you what are you doing here? It just yeah, makes me buy a player and then not start him. I can't um I can't wrap my head around it, Dad. And his his rotation. I mean, you guys, as United fans, would know a lot more ins and outs of the team than me. But um. Yeah, I, I don't understand what Ollie's, Ollie's doing. And, I, and we've spoken about it for the last three weeks now, right? Is that um, tactically how confusing he is? Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's such a disappointing result, especially with Bruno had the opportunity mm. to level it up. Um, yeah. Mm. United nil, yeah. Villa won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, none of us even tipped that either. There's a couple of draws there from you two. I said United mm-hmm. win. But um, Jaden touched on Mick Fred. We're playing, we're playing Scott McTominay and Fred in the like in two centre mids when we've got possibly like arguably one of the world's best midfielders starting on the left wing. When we've just bought one of the youngest and best like left wingers we could possibly go and buy. I Oli for me, he's um he's clueless. He has he has he doesn't really have much of an idea. He just he's going with the same players that he's sort of started with when he first came to the club. We've gone out and bought all these new players, but he's not using them. Like, we still didn't even... Like, Donny didn't even get much... Like, did he even come on? I don't think Donny came on. That's why I said, though. We did lose two... I won't, like, judge him for not bringing Sancho on because we did lose two players to injury. And we lost McGuire and Shaw. So, like, Cavani's a good choice there. Do you reckon that's... um, Do you reckon Shaw's got that injury, like, from too much work, like, work overload? And Maguire too, both players from the Euros? I think I think that's definitely. I think it's just catching. Yeah, that's up a good call, Dylan. I think it's just catching up with them, and it's, it's okay for us because we have Lindelof, and he's going to do okay next to Varane. Um, they lot played pretty well too when he came on too. His end product wasn't wasn't phenomenal, and you know, despite us being poor, um, we shouldn't take anything away from Aston Villa. Um, now, for me, right, they played okay, and the only reason I think that they played okay. Was because they probably should have won three to four nil, but their end product in the final third, their final third was just it was it was horrible to to put it blunt. I guess it wasn't. Yeah, Watkins should have had like four goals. And I think um, Matty Cash with that square ball across the face yeah. as well. 
Oh, target! Um, what are you doing? I mean, it's it's probably a lot harder than what it looks because the ball's coming in oh. at pace and there is a little bit of a bounce. But still, I mean, like you said, Jaden, I think Aston Villa definitely had their chances, and I think they did deserve those three points. They were hard fought, and they yeah they they deserve those three points. But again, the same against Chelsea, very very wasteful. Yeah, we should have been down like two 0 in the first ten minutes. Like I remember writing the chat. Oh my god. Oh my god! Oh my god! We should How be we losing. Down? We should be losing. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was disgusting to watch. I hated it. It was, and um, I've actually got a quote here from Ollie. Right, this is coming back. Um, I think he was in Mulder, and they asked him about his formation, and he was playing like two sixes, like he normally is. And he goes, "There's not a six, an eight, or a ten. There's only midfielders." And I'm like, "Mate, oh no, there's no six, eight, and ten. There's <laughs> no one." Um... There's oh, no, no six, eight, and ten. There's only McSauce. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. it's only McFred, mate. Oh, it's no. Just, so like you, have to have you have to have roles. And it makes sense that you're playing Pogba on the left, then, if he doesn't think there's any midfielders. Well, that's probably <laughs> why we get beat on the counter so easy, because we've got oh. both our sixes going at ten. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> there's no oh, one there. Imagine uh, like, playing at the ten. And oh, no. Especially in that game, too. Like, touching back on Donny, it's a game where we're going to get pressed. Like, Aston Villa with, like, a press going mm-hmm. um Donnie's an unpressable player. He he can play through a press. Like, we've seen that so many times at his old club. He's such a good player playing through a press. Like, it's just he, – he needed to play that game. Um, Yeah, that's that's true, Dylan. I mean, I'd like – as a neutral too, I'd like to see more of him as well because he is an, an exciting player. Um, Okay, I've got a question for both of you guys. Um, mm. Don't spend don't spend too long on it. I know, Jaden, you've been quite vocal about it the last uh, couple of weeks anyway. Um. Do United pull themselves out of the mud? You want to take this first, Dill? The, the silence, the silence just answered. Do you want to, you the want to take it first? Or do you want me to take it? Uh, I feel like oh, it's hard. Um, if we got to, um, I don't even care. Get Mike Beal in it, head coach, mate. They'll pull us out of the mud. I think, <laughs> um, we need a new manager. We, we need a new manager. He's only he's brought us as far as he can, mate. We need a new manager. I'm with, I'm with Dylan. Um, he has he's done phenomenal for the club. Like he's, um, I would even sign him on as a technical director because his his signings are phenomenal. Like he's actually buying the right players. He just can't use them. Um, I think that it's it's tough. Oli, when his job is under pressure, is better than Sir Alex Ferguson. That's what we've seen because he there's been so many times over the last two to three years when we're calling for him to be sacked, but he turns it around. I don't know how. But the players just turn all of a sudden turn into prime Barca. I think for me, if we want to pull ourselves out of the mud long term, there's a couple of managers out there that would like um, Yakim Lowe. I actually think that he would be a phenomenal co- head coach for us. Um, I know he just come out of international management, but you've even got Antonio Conte out there. I know he's in the long term fix, but maybe if you can keep short answer is short short answer is no, Kemi. Long answer is more complicated. Yeah, no, that's um, that's fair enough. Uh, sticking with the same trend of struggling managers, uh, my leads went down again. <laughs> well, it's so good to watch. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously a lot closer than than recent weeks. I mean, uh, Antonio with that last ditch effort to to seal it at ninety, um, they were better. I mean, you've got to say. Uh, no Bamford with the ankle injury. 
Um, Rafina's on one leg with his hip or groin or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, West Ham probably deserved the result because they did have their chances. Uh, it was pretty end to end in that first half, and I thought Leeds were gonna were gonna score more than what the, more than the goal that they went into half time with anyway. But um, yeah, it's it's just still not happening for them at the moment. So I don't know what else is going to do moving forward. I don't. I, I I haven't seen anything in media about. Um, fans being unhappy or anything yet. So um, what do you boys think? I think that you're right um, in terms of Bielsa's got to gotta find something to do here. Uh, no, Bamford, you've actually looked like Leeds. Sorry, I keep saying you because, you know, you support them in a way. But uh, <laughs> but Leeds, Leeds looked uh, better offensively, like going forward without Bamford there. And it's disappointing because he did have a good season last year. Um, but, I mean... It, I'm gonna. I can say his. I can say his last name, Melier, um, the the Leeds keeper. He is phenomenal. He is only 21 years of age, and some of the saves he was pulling off, I like. He's gonna get snapped up in no time. The the thing, the best thing that I like about him is that he's good at everything. Yeah. Like there's not. He's not just. Um. He's not just good one on one. He's not just good from range. Like. He has um, all the attributes of a of a keeper that will be, you know, world class someday. You know, he does definitely has the potential to to play for a big club. So um, he's quite tall too. Yes. So yeah, definitely, Jaden. Watch this space. I think in the next few years or few seasons, I think he'll end up um, somewhere in the big six yeah. or maybe in another league. Um, but yeah, no, def- definitely agree. Dylan, if did go you, down, he'll get, he'll get signed for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dylan, did you see that game, mate? Yeah, I feel like he should go. He will get snatched up for a bigger club. Um, you know, I caught the game. Um, I feel like Leeds this year they're, they're starting like most of their game like looking really promising. Like they started this game looking really good, really energetic. Rafinha had a cracker of a start, I reckon. He actually he's he proved me wrong. Like I've been on like on his backside, like putting some shit on him. But um, he definitely um, he started the game off really well and energetic. And um, even Rodrigo too popping up in good spaces, mm-hmm. wanting to score some goals. Um, it, it was a really good game to watch. And my man Mikel Antonio getting the goal again. How good is that man? He's on fire. I absolutely love it too. Um, no, it was a good game to watch, boys. Um, he was Antonio is a different animal, mate. Like he just pushed and pushed and pushed and. He came off at 93 minutes, absolutely spanned with nothing left. And, man, I'd be interested to see the kilometres that he covers as a striker because I think it would be more than most typical number nines that has his role. Um, yeah, Dylan, look, you mentioned Rafina, and, and I have to agree with the whole uh, leads take in general. I think they did start the game uh, pretty exciting, just like they always do. Um, Rafina with two good chances and hit the post inside the half hour. Um, yeah, look, I, I think I think at the end of the day, Leeds were unlucky, but I think West Ham still deserved uh, still deserved three points. Yeah, well, I found it pretty funny too because you see all the players like like the West Ham players after the game, they go around like giving their fans a good clap and stuff. Mikel Antonio went straight to the bench, sat down and just like put his arms out and had a massive breathe. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. He was he was absolutely spanned, man. He was he how, left everything. How good's that to see though? Yeah, yeah, how good's that to see? Work rate wise, he's definitely one of the um the strikers that works more than, than anyone else. Like yeah. I wish Marcial could take a, a leaf out of it. <laughs> because oh, imagine. it works and works and works. He has to be so fit. 
And he doesn't have the body type of someone that would oh. typically be so as agile as he is. That's what oh. I mean. Like, I would be really interested to see his kilometres covered um, as, um, like, compared to someone else that plays his same role. Because I think, yeah, I think he's, he's just... I'm pretty sure you can look up intensity rates too, like the intensity per, like, Probably. minute. Like, that would be pretty good to see because he just doesn't stop. It's, yeah. it's, it's honestly, like, it's hard to remember. Like three seasons ago, he's a right back. It's probably why he's got the work rate, but he was a right back for West Ham three seasons ago. Yeah, and now he's one of the the better strikers in the Premier League this year. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah, and crazy. the um the top goal scorer for his club too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's a big, 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 big turnaround. Massive. He scored pretty late too, didn't he? It was like past the ninetieth minute. It was in at a time. It was like injury time. I think it was the ninetieth minute on the dot. Yeah, no, yeah, on the dot. Yeah, so that that just shows how determined he is to get on the score sheet. The thing, yeah. the thing also there, you see, you see all these strikers at these um, the West Ham's on a smaller club, but at these like non top six clubs, and then they go and play for a top six club. Like we see it all the time at United. We get these strikers that are really good at these lower teams. They come in and they get all this ego boost, and they don't perform as well. Yeah, he's he's definitely um been performing well, but not not gaining the ego that will like ruin him at the same time, especially for like he stayed, he could have, he could have said, Oh, I want to go to a big club, but no, that would have he actually did, ruined it. He did kiss his cut out. <laughs> I don't blame him for that. Yeah, true. I blame true. him for that. Yeah. No, right. Aussies though. Um, it was mm. such a good sight to see the Aussie referee in charge. Um, I thought he did okay. I thought he did okay for a first premier league match in charge. I bet you he was nervous as all hell. Oh, he was actually not too bad. I didn't think he was too bad. Did you? Yeah, I, I really rate him, uh, Jared Gill. Yeah. I really, I really rate him as a as a referee. Uh, uh, the, the and that game, I think, wasn't your typical game to referee. I mean, we're on uh, Watford Newcastle now, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think um, that game wasn't like your typical free flowing game that you could that you could just sort of slot in and referee quite easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he. I thought he did. I thought he did really well too. And I, look, I loved him in the A League. I, I thought he was a great ref. And it was a, it was a very very hostile game. Like I think there was there was like five yellow cards and and you know you could warrant like watching it. Like you could see how he gave out five yellow. There was cards. there was seven. There was seven. Yeah, it was actually seven, seven yellow cards. There? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I must have I must have missed two. Um, like even then you can see how he gave him out because it's. It was a hostile match. It looked like it a birthday yeah. match. <laughs> like it genuinely did. Like it looked like a wrestling match. Um, but I mean, I think it's a fair result for the way the teams played. Um, I thought Watford were okay, but Newcastle were probably look that was their best performance of the season for me. Um, I don't know if Steve Bruce changed too much. It didn't look like he did. Um, but but I mean, he went away from the the five at the back. Um, I thought I thought Willock. Or Joe Willock, sorry, was was great yet again. He should have scored, man, in that that last oh, couple right. of minutes. He he definitely should have put the put the game away. Yeah, it's it's last year he was scoring that. Like he had a phenomenal run last year, and disappointed to see that he, he wasn't able to do it again. But I I think that there's positive signs there for Newcastle fans at the very least. Um, obviously Maxi didn't get on the score sheet, but they looked they looked like they had a good good chance. And what a goal that was from Sean Longstaff. Oh man, absolute bomb! He usually does that to Body United, like in um pre- previous games. Um, uh, Saint Maxi, although he didn't get on the score sheet, he definitely should have had a couple of assists. Mm-hmm. I think 
Um, but another player, once again, getting on the score sheet, Saar, he, he's been yeah. killing it too, man. He's been, he's, a, he's a freak. He's um he's been killing it. Um, yeah, like, like you said, it wasn't. It was a very stop-start game. There was no team really had like the sort of momentum. They, they, both teams actually had seventy-six passing percentage, like completion rate. Like that just shows that it was yeah. a very, it was a very lopsided game. <clears throat> you couldn't really tell which way it was going to go. Yeah, yeah we, I think you. Um, I think you met you. You both made really good points there, um, Jaden. You said encouraging signs for Newcastle. I'd have to agree. Um, I thought they were unlucky, to be honest. Yeah. Um, like, um, like Dylan said, um, Maxi was quite unlucky not to not to come away with a couple. Um, and Dylan, you mentioned Saar. He's such an athlete. Oh man, he's been killing it. He's yeah. so quick, and he's blisteringly quick. Yeah, I know. So yeah. quick. It's yeah. actually it's, it's outrageous how quick he actually is because when he gets into full stride, no one's catching him. Well, I have to pick him up in the ultimate team. I, <laughs> I don't even know if FIFA would do him justice. I think, yeah. he, actually, you know, I think I did see he's got like 93 pace. I think he got 93 pace. You know, just on um, just on quick players, you know, I watched a um, I watched an older interview with Jack Grealish, um, mm. and they were actually asking him, you know, what has FIFA got wrong with ratings and blah 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 blah. Um, he said that the quickest player that he's played with or played against, Adama Traore. Yeah, he's got 96 pace, mate, on FIFA. He's a, yeah, he's, apparently he's Jack was saying that, you know, there's there's not a rating that could do that man justice. He, oh, I don't yeah. blame him for saying yeah, that. He's <laughs> very, very quick. So there you go, a little bit of trivia in there for you. Yeah, he's an absolute athlete. Well, Dylan, mate, you said Brentford were going to win. <laughs> they actually oh, put a draw. Um, a little unlucky too. If Tony was on side, it's over there. I think. Dylan, I want to ask you a question before you start. Before you start giving us your your um your take on it. Do you agree with Jaden? Did Brentford take a point away, or was it Liverpool that got lucky? You tell you tell us. Oh, mate! <laughs> Liverpool got so bloody lucky. <laughs> it's insane. No, no, no. The the um. The Bees Boys, no, I love them. <laughs> I actually love them so much. They um, they really stuck it to Liverpool, which is literally what Chelsea should have done to City. They um, they've actually killed this game, and it's a really big point for them too. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Um, but for Jaden, no, their Hollywood start does not end here. It does not end here. You said that last step. You reckon it's going to stop here? But um, no, it definitely doesn't. The Bees are keep they're flying higher than the Seagulls, mate. They're going all the way. I, I'm like I made a comparison. I said they were going to be um, the Sheffield United of this um, Premier League. So when they first come up, like Brentford have, they had a phenomenal season. They were beating big six teams, getting draws. Uh, Liverpool only just beat them one nil through a long shot. Um, like back, that was like two years ago. I think yeah, that they're going to. Have, I think they're going to have a good a good season. Uh, they play well enough. I think that the 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 home stadium for them. Um, the Brentford Community Stadium is going to be a fortress this season. The fans had it rocking. It was like the atmosphere was giving me goosebumps. Um, and I, I think the Liverpool will feel upset to not have three points here, only due to their performance. Um, I don't think you could take anything away from Brentford, but I think that Liverpool could have definitely played better and they could have picked up three points. Yeah, well, oh. Brentford as well. Sorry, sorry, Kemi. Brentford as well, showing that they don't have to rely on their top two men. They've got three different goal scorers here. 
and it's not from their two men up front. Sorry, Kenny, uh, I cut you off. No, you're right. Um, I think that this was such an exciting one to watch because they're two teams that play a very, very similar style of football. Mm. Um, and J- like Jaden just said, uh, Brentford at home, I think after watching this game, and look, I, I agreed with Jaden Dillon last year, uh, last, year last, last week, when he said that the, the fairy tale sort of ends here. Um, yeah, I think that Brentford at home will be will be hard to beat. I, I, I genuinely think, you know, I think the fans will be um, behind them. And I think that will lift their performances. And I think they needed it against a side like Liverpool. And I think, I think they did a really good job. And I think that a draw is probably a fair result. Yeah, for 100%. And I think that, um, Dylan, you said that they didn't rely on their two top men, but the two top men played great. They played awesome, uh, especially against a, a a normally strong Liverpool backline. Um, they they definitely held their own. That's for sure. Yeah, no, they played they played great every week. Like you can't you can't see a fault in the men. But, I think um, they're gonna the fairy tale is gonna end. Especially no, it's week. not. It's not. They're they're here to stay and they're here to prove a point. I actually love them. I love them a bit. I bleed yellow. After well, at least race. Dylan. At least the team that um, at least the team that you like watching is actually picking up points. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not Norwich or Leeds, please. No, <laughs> Daniel Fark needs to go. <laughs> he needs to go. He didn't even start to Zolas again. They they got outplayed by an evidence side that is missing Richarlison, Calvert Lewin. Right? They playing Michael Keane at centre back. They got outplayed by that team. Now, I want to. Um, I want to. I'm, I'm going to go to bat for Norwich here, right? Because um, I know they lost the game, and uh, I know that Everton weren't at full strength. But I don't think it's as clear cut as what you're saying, Jaden. I think that Norwich. Yeah. I think that Norwich hung in there, and oh, it's yeah. I don't know. I know, like they're bottom for a reason, right? Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disagree with that. But I do think that they were unlucky, and I think that there was definitely a point in them in that game for them. Yeah, I mean, I obviously am being a little bit, um, like I'm over exaggerating a little bit because I don't like the manager. Um, like you boys are lucky. Like at least you've got a ma- one good manager at your club. Man, he, buddy, he, he benches Tazolas for one week, and the man's just against him forever. Right? Camwell's not playing. I mean, he picked up a groin injury, so I can understand that. But Tazolas again didn't start. He changed his formation again. He went from a four at the back to a five at the back out of nowhere. It was good to see Josh uh, Josh Sargent play. He's a good young, um, good young striker. Got a lot of potential. I actually liked what I saw out of him. Um, I've got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of plans for Norwich. You know, I'm going to start a FIFA career soon. Got a lot of plans. Nice. <laughs> On that point, Jaden, I think I would actually have to disagree with you. I think Sergeant and Puki didn't actually um, they didn't play the best together. And I, said I reckon. That. Oh, I thought you just said that. No, I said Sarge, I said Sergeant's a good young player, but Puki was crap. <laughs> oh yeah, well I, I think they didn't work very well together. So yeah, that's probably why. But um, I I don't know. I feel like Kemi sort of hit this on the head here. Um. I feel like it was a bit of an arm wrestle. I didn't really think that Everton wiped the floor off him. I feel like there was definitely chances where Norwich could have gone up in this game. But, um, yeah, it just showed that the class of, like, Gray and Townsend and things like that, they, they put their goals away. Everton put their goals away. Townsend, yeah. I love it. I love it, Dill. Your pronunciations yeah. are the best sometimes. 
Yeah, they're terrible, but it's okay. Bamiang, Bamiang, Bamiang. You know when I was um when I was in high school, I actually I actually looked up how to pronounce that um how to pronounce his name properly because we would just watch him all the time. Bamiang. It's it's Aubameyang. That's that's the yeah, That's but that's I, how you. I just yeah. that yeah, but that's not how we pronounce it. Like yeah, but I know that's what I mean. Like who's gonna sit there and say Aubameyang? It's Aubameyang. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. All right, we we've spoken about starters, uh, uh, players on the bench, managers not getting it right now. Um, for a side, and we're moving on now to Wolves. For yeah. for a side that. The manager probably had every right to change that final third. He um, he stuck with with the players. Um, Raúl Jiménez gets his first goal of the season, uh, his first goal since his since his major injury last year. If I'm if I remember rightly, um, that was a great game to watch. Did you guys see that? It was. It was great. And I and I came here. I, I um obviously like you said he could have could have taken out Jiménez, but he didn't. But I, what I liked from um, Bruno Bruno Large, I think that's how you pronounce the manager's name. He was not afraid to bench his star players. He benched yes, Nevers, yes. He benched Priore, yep. Trin, Trin Chow, who's been great. He's been benched. He brought in um, He Chan, Daniel Podens, Dan Donka. I thought they played really, really good, um, especially for a team with the rotation that they had. I mean that that him and his goal gives you goosebumps. Yeah, but like you said. Jaden, like that's exactly what I was trying to say. Is that um, you know he's shown that he can he can change this, and he he's not afraid mm-hmm. to bench players. And I thought once I was sort of reading the the, the list and saw Trinkau and Adama on the bench, I thought, wow, that whole final third's gone. But he didn't change it. Like he stuck with Jimenez yeah. um, when he's when he struggled, and you know he, he repaid the faith. And like you said, Jaden, it's goosebumps when when players like that return from from such a well, let's be honest, a life threatening injury. Yeah, it was um, horrific. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I was so so happy, and I and I'm glad that they they got the points. Um, in terms of the game, uh, Wolves were still wasteful in a sense, um, but yeah. I also think Southampton had their chances as well. So a draw is probably a fair result there. But I mean, it's it's good to see Wolves uh, get a win away from home. Yeah, well, it's one of those games where. Um... It's sort of the opposite here for Southampton. Usually they're really um they don't get those chances, all that possession that they would really like to have. But this game they've actually had a lot more of the ball and a lot more like shots on goal. I think it really shows that they lack a lethal finisher and someone that can't put away goals. Um, but it's definitely it's it's funny because Southampton have been getting points from games where they don't really touch the ball that much and they get like a draw or something, but a game where they finally get the ball they go down one nil, but um, tops the wolves because that's um that's a good game from them. I that's great analysis, Dylan. I have to agree. Hey, um, that is great analysis. Who the hell is this guy? I know, right? That was phenomenal analysis, and I think that's mainly down to when they're counterattacking. They've got quick strikers in Adam Armstrong and Chatham, so they can counterattack quickly when they got less ball. But when they've yeah. got that much ball that they had, right? They don't have the quality to to break down teams. Like I mean, they they probably should have had a goal. Um, Jose Sar, I think that's the Wolves keeper. Some saves from him, man. He was he was in top notch form, and and I do again great analysis. Adam Armstrong, I like, but Che Adams is not there. And he, if they took Che Adams out, 
of the team and put in a proper striker that could finish his chances because Adam Armstrong's come up from the championship and he's doing okay. Yeah. I think that would be a, a better force for sure than they are. Yeah, yeah I well, I feel if, like they've... Oh, go, Cammy. No, go, Cammy. Um, I think that if they if they found a genuine number nine, I think Armstrong is, is probably... Um, their biggest threat going forward if yeah. he had someone like that to play off because he's so he's just so in and out of spaces. Um, sure. But, yeah, I mean, we spoke about Southampton's lack of um, activity in the transfer market earlier anyway. That's why we, we had them tipped to to go down. Um, yeah, Dylan, sorry, what, what, what were you going to yeah. say? I was going to say, I think Shea Adams is there purely for the fact that they do counterattack and they do like to yeah. have that like real... More, what's the word? Uh, a, a striker that likes to move a lot. He likes to get up in their faces. Likes to like a, a defending type of striker. Like likes to defend from the front. But um, they've definitely brought in Armstrong to be that type of striker. I don't think he's the one. He's definitely got more class in finishing than Shea Adams does. Which I agree with Jaden here that if they can bring in a new striker, like a proper number nine, I feel like they score a lot more goals. Yeah, I think that that we'll have to see. Um what will actually happen in the January transfer market. I think if they're going to stay up, they do need that. Um, but I think that'll do it for this game week, boys. Um, goal of the week. I'll, I want to start this off. Dylan, you can start us off this, this week, mate. Yeah, what, yeah. What's your, what's your goal of the week? <laughs> Back to it, please. Typical, absolute bomb from a midfielder, Sean Longstaff. That goal gave me goosebumps. <laughs> it was absolute class. I loved it. The moment it left his boot, it just looked destined to go in. Even though it took a slight deflection, it, it mm. just looked destined to go in. Can you make? That's one. Um, now, uh, this isn't the most amazing goal, but under the circumstances that he scored it in, and I'm probably going to mispronounce his name, uh, Courtney House. Uh, horse House, horse. something like that. Yeah. Um, with it. Yeah. Great header um, to win it late against a United side of the Old Trafford. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I, th- I think, as I said, it's, it's not Uber the most goal. amazing goal to watch, but it's under the circumstances. That's Uber my goal. Though. That's my goal. Yeah, though. I don't like the men anymore. Could have, like could, have, could have been offside, though, to be fair. It was dubious. I don't yeah. know if you saw it, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's going to remember that for the rest of his life now, right? And I think every Villa fan in that stadium is going to remember that goal. Oh, Oh, they're gonna love him. That's gonna be something that they'll, they'll remember for a while. I now. think the um the, the Villa fans remember that goal, and the and the United fans have gone knocking on the front door of the Etihad trying to find Bruno's ball. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a um there's a Twitter guy. His name's um James James Milner, and it's not him, but he's like, oh, Bruno's penalty just ended up in my backyard. Oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. I think I saw it. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's um. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting a bit off top of you there. Sorry, Jaden. Goal of the week. Now, Dylan, you said deflected goals. I'm going Curtis Jones. It was some strike, honestly. Like I think the keeper could have saved it if if it didn't um, get like. deflected. Like it just went above the keeper. That was some power, man. The venom. Yeah. Was I was I was shocked. I didn't expect it at all. I was look. I was watching the highlights, and then boom. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right then. Just a really class strike, eh? Hey? I loved it. It was. I think it was with his weak foot, too. I'm not 100%. Liverpool fans, you might, have to, might have to tell me about that. We'll move into tipping now, boys. Um, I said it to you, Dylan. 
how we have 9.30 on a Saturday night, finally, again. I am calling a draw. Now, I know I said oh. Ollie under pressure is the GOAT manager, but I don't think that we are... Like, obviously, at home, we thought we were going to be Aston Villa. I think there's a world where Everton take it to us when we get when we get a draw. Kemi, I'll let you pick here. I'll let you pick before me because I don't want two United fans in a row. <laughs> um, I think, well, I mean, we've just spoken about how, well, I thought that Everton were probably lucky to get away with a win against Norwich. I, 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 think, I think United win. Really? Yeah, I, I, I'm going United. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there too, Kemi. I feel like... um. Even though I don't know what the update is with Maguire or Shaw, I don't know how they're going at the moment. Um, back if they're back at training or if they're still in the Neither. physio, but um, but um, I feel like United win this game. I feel like we get the three points. Hard to be optimistic after such a poor performance. Very very hard. All right. Um, Burnley Norwich is the next game. Now, it's tough. I. It really is tough. I want to go with my boys. I really do. But I genuinely think that we struggle here. And and Burnley, I think, are going to take a win here and Norwich are going to remain winless. Yeah, well, coming off a draw against Leicester, which I predicted and Jaden yelled at me, um, I feel like they <laughs> continue. No, 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 no. We actually said that your an- analysis afterwards was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. I they scored like, off um, corners. You did. They scored yeah, you off did. corners. You did. You did, yeah. Um, I feel like Burnley um, take this win as well, yeah. I think that Burnley is a very hard place to go this year. With yeah. The, with the refs changing, how lenient they are with contacts. I think um, when you go to Turf Moor, you enter the UFC cage, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, UFC cage. I just, I don't think, I mean, I think Norwich improved against Everton, like I've said a few times already, but I, I think, I don't think they have it in them to, to outmuscle Burnley. Um, Chelsea, Southampton. Uh, back at the bridge for Chelsea, off the back of a loss, I think Chelsea run away with this. If they don't, it'd be shocking. Um, too many too many drop points in two weeks. That's five out of six that they would have dropped if they they managed to draw this game. I don't think that's going to happen. I really hope they take it to them because when they play attack and footy, they are, they are some team to watch. Yeah, I'd imagine well, they would. I feel like this is right in um, Southampton's court here. I feel like um, I'm call. I'm no, I'm not going to call Southampton this a win. Guy. I'm going to. I'm, I'm actually going to call a draw because this is exactly what Southampton loved this year. And I feel like if they can get on that counter attack, I feel like they get a draw. I don't. Well, they did it against City. I don't even know if Brentford's your second favorite team. No, it's Brent, Brentford's definitely there, mate. It's Southampton, mate. You love these guys. Yeah, I absolutely love them. Yeah, well, they they play that little gritty, gritty style football. It's sort of good to watch. I like it. Dylan loves Martin. those teams. That's like the overachieving teams. Dylan just like hops on the wagon. Whether me, <laughs> I'm just like my 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 other team. I like is Leeds, and it's like the other end of the table. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, mate, no. Brentford's mine, mate. Brentford, no, Brentford's mine. No, that's not a panic button. I could just say Chelsea and say they're going to win, but I really think that Southampton get a draw here. I, th- I think you're, you're, you've backed up what you're saying, Dylan, because what you've just said is exactly what happened when they played City at the Etihad. So 
Um, it could very well be, but I'm I'm going Chelsea. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but Chelsea um, with Lukaku. <laughs> Lukaku. City, City don't even have a striker. <laughs> no. Um, okay, Leeds and Watford. Now, I want to go last so you guys can take this. <laughs> I am actually going to go a Leeds win. I think it has to happen at some point. Heavy <laughs> celebrating in the background. I I think Leeds will win only because I think Watford, as good as they are, they're going to, to Ellen Road, which is such a hard place to go to. At least it was last year. You know what I mean? Um, I think that the fans will be there. The stadium be rocking. I just think Bielsa has to get it right sometime or another. Yeah, <laughs> Kenny's reaction is too good. Um, if if Leeds can pull in a a full ninety minute ninety minute um, performance here, and Saar doesn't get on the break and score a couple of goals, I think Leeds take this W. I, I go, I'm going Leeds for the win as well, Jaden. It'd be so funny if Cam doesn't agree with us. No, um, I, I have to echo what Jaden said. I think that Bielsa has to get it right. And I've been saying it for three weeks now, and I've been saying it for six weeks now for Leeds. They have to get it right. Um, at Ellen Road against Watford, who are, who are still exciting in attack. Um, I think it'll probably end up being end-to-end, especially the last 25. But mm. I think... <laughs> I think Leeds pick up their first three points. <laughs> you have to hope so. Yeah. You have to hope so. All right. Um, Wolves, Newcastle. Big one. This one's tough to call because I liked what I saw out of Newcastle and, and Wolves haven't been amazing. Like They've played okay, but they haven't been able to score as many goals as, as you would have expected out of a team that reinforced so heavily offensively this season. Um. Going a draw. Oh, I like what I saw out of Newcastle, and I like what I saw out of Wolves. So it's just too hard to pick. Yeah, Wolves have been pretty inconsistent this year. Well, Newcastle haven't really picked up that many points, even to be honest with you. But um, uh, it is a hard one to pick this one. Um, I want to go Newcastle just because I love the um overachievers. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Newcastle for the W here. For the W, wow, nice. Um, I think I think Wolves Wolves go back to back. I think the the changes that the players saw last week, I think it's going to bring a new new look Wolves side again against Newcastle. And although, as Jaden said, they've looked promising the last couple of weeks, I think I think Wolves go back to back and they take three points here. Be good. It'd be good for Bruno Large because he's had so many good performances. He has, manager, yeah. and then but not picked up any points. I think, I think that would be good to see. All right. Brighton Arsenal. Actually, just real quickly. Brighton's last... Right, so Brighton are like fifth, right? Their first six fixtures. Leicester, Brentford, Everton, Watford, Burnley, and then Crystal Palace. Arsenal's going to be their first true test. Like, Leicester had been poor this season, so I'm not counting them. But Arsenal's going to be their first true test. I think... I think that they're gonna they're gonna struggle. I think Arsenal's winning this four 0 Arsenal's winning this four 0 Yeah, I think that I think that Arsenal just are, the the atmosphere around the club would be so high after just winning a London derby against Tottenham, right? A team that's beaten them in the past. They've gone to London. They've like gone to London. They've beaten Tottenham. Sorry, 
I think that they're going to be Brighton pretty convincingly. I feel okay. So I'm going to jump on this bandwagon too of these scores just for this one game. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Arsenal three one. I reckon Brighton score a header. It's, it's gonna happen. Fair call. Jeez, we need to um need to turn into pundits the way we're throwing around <laughs> predictions. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going Arsenal as well. I think that they were just completely new look against Tottenham. They were positive, like we've already spoken mm-hmm. about. Um, I think they'll be too strong for Brighton, but full credit to Brighton because if they won this morning, it's at the, the time now, it's, it's Tuesday evening. Um, if they won this morning, they would have went top. So they've already, you know, had that fairy tale start that we, we've spoken yeah. about for a lot of different teams, but I think Arsenal will get it done against them. Um, so we reckon the, the Gunners are going to gun down the Seagulls, boys? Yeah, there's a, there's a reason that you don't make the episode titles, Dylan, and that's ah, damn. Yeah, prime yeah. example. <laughs> you were waiting Sorry. to bring that out. Yeah, <laughs> <waiting>. <laughs> I wanted to say that. I should have thought of it before when it was like Leave, leave the dad jokes to Kemi. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think ne- the next uh, game of the game week, uh, apart from the big one, obviously, being Liverpool and City, I think this is probably the hardest one to pick. Uh, Palace and Leicester at Selhurst. Yeah. Um, I mean, Leicester have sort of threatened to bounce back and then bounce back again, you know, every week, and it's not quite clicked for them yet. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This one's this one's harder. I think I'm going to go Leicester just because I think that it has Brendan, to Rogers, for Brendan Rogers has to change something here. So, and, and look, Vardy scored three goals in a two-all draw. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, so uh, this week, sorry. Me and um, Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Leicester for this one. Fair analysis, Kimmy. It's it's like you said, it's hard to call. Like at Selhurst, they're pretty strong there. Palace have been looking pretty decent this year. Leicester, on the other hand, haven't been looking very good for what we expect of them. I'm gonna go a draw. Did you say a draw as well, Kimmy? No, nah, I think it's Foxes win. Oh, I'm going draw. I'm going draw. I think that um I think it's actually gonna be a nil all. I think it's gonna be a stalemate, mate. That was weird to say. Stalemate. Stalemate, mate. I think I think Crystal Palace at home take this win. I think they get the three points here, boys. Wow. Well we cover it all bases. Leicester for me, draw for Jaden. Uh I'm Palace for you, be right. But... Yeah. What was one that? Of us right. One of us has one to be right. right. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah it's going to be me, know. boys. <laughs> no, it's going to be me. You know it is. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, Tottenham, Aston Villa. This is also a tough one to call. Do Tottenham bounce back? Do Aston Villa continue to... Now, actually, you know what? I'm going Aston Villa. I think Danny is going to have an amazing game. He got... I don't know if you guys saw, but when he got taken off, he was really upset. Like, really, really upset to get taken off. I think that he's going to have a double. I think Tottenham are going to lose 2 1 to Aston Villa. I think that, unless Nuno's not really, what's Nuno going to do? Bench Kane? Then you lose value. Yeah, well, I feel like this is a really good game for Danny Ings to get some goals on the board because Tottenham Tottenham do not have a back line for me. Their their back line is. Back line back. Uh, they got the Vincent um, Sanchez Davidson. Uh, is that his name Sanchez? Um, Sanchez yeah, yeah. Dyer back, but um, 
to me, that's that's nowhere near strong enough to compete in the Prem this year. Um, I feel like Danny Ings scores a goal here. I, I, Aston Villa, Aston Villa for me, boys. Wow, two blokes that are so quick to ride off the Spurs, eh? Uh, Tottenham I stuff. do want to say that I hope – like, I I don't mind Tottenham as a team. Like, I like their players. Um, so, I mean, I like, I hope they win. Like, I, I would like to see Kane and Oliver skip, especially succeed. But I just think that Aston Villa is just going to continue their hot form. Um. I think that, Dylan, you made a good point there about the, the back line of, of Tottenham. It's um it's pretty in and out. There's no real consistency at the moment. I mean, Nuno's obviously struggled with um, injury and, and squad rotation as well. Um, however, I think that Tottenham will bounce back because they've had a couple of lousy weeks. Um, I think mm-hmm. it sort of has to go right for them. So I'm going to go Tottenham at home. Um Next game, Dylan, your favourite side, uh, West Ham and Brentford. Um, for me, I'm going to go Hammers. Uh, I, th- I think, I mean, it's, it's tough to say. I was almost going to say I think that's the obvious choice, but it's really not, right, because Brentford have shown that they're going to fight in everything. But um, I think Hammers will be too strong. Before I give my vote, there's like this one thing that Kemi loves to say. There's two things. It's watch this space. And it has to come. Has yeah, to well, come mate, when you, It has when to come you, on. When you're loving a team like Leeds, where it literally does has to come. <laughs> you have to say it every week. <laughs> it has but, to happen. Um, I, I think it's... Look, we'll add it to the kitty jar. You throw a dollar in every time you say lackluster, every time I say what's your space, it's fine. That's um, who it's me. Yeah. <laughs> That's who, and every time Dill says, I feel like... Yeah, <laughs> I, like, no, no, I said it way too much. I, <laughs> I'm going to echo um, what you said, Kimmy. I think that, like like you said, Brentford are playing well and the fairy tale is, is still going, but I think the Hammers will be too strong. I don't think it'll be a Liverpool. Um, like, they're at Olympic Stadium. The bubbles will be blowing, mate. I think that, that Antonio is going to bully the back line. Yeah, uh, this one sucks. This one really sucks. Um. West Ham are actually flying so high. They're like West Ham are playing really good. <laughs> They're so strong. And um, Brentford, I don't know if Brentford get a dub here. Um, I, I want them to. Um, but I want to call a draw. But <laughs> no, nah, Brentford win. Brentford. You w. just took us. You just took us on an absolute roller coaster. Yeah, that- <laughs> it was a roller coaster. Yeah, I seen your facial expression. You actually said Brentford like, start, Brentford win after you just hyped up West Ham. I yeah. Yeah, no, West Ham, we're killing it. But um, got to stick with the bees, mate. Got to stick so with you're the going bees. with you're going with Brentford. Yeah, Tony's scoring a double. Watch it happen. Now, Dylan, Tony this is first. the um, this is actually the midnight the midnight kickoff on uh, Sunday night. So it's just in time for you to pour yourself a red cordial and be able to watch the game and get up for work the next morning. Uh, actually, it's a public holiday, mate. You got that so wrong. Yeah, oh, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> I'll, I'll be up for work. I've got to go into so work. So I'll be cracking a beer. Not a quarter, it'll be. That's fair. I mean, Dylan, I, is there a team you hate? I feel like there's not a team you hate. You love every team. I love West Ham. I love Brentford. Uh, yeah, look, I love Southampton. Mate, yeah, well, I, I hope everyone's thinking United? in the big six. Yeah, well, uh, not at this stage. I'm just I'm putting my love <laughs> everywhere else. <laughs> my love's everywhere else. I'm 
I'm trying to latch on to something that's just good to watch, and it's I'm not United. Enough. I bleed you. <laughs> um, all right, Kemi. We'll get your we'll get your perspective first. Uh, Liverpool City, the the like blockbuster um, of the week. What what are your thoughts? What realist like non biased? What do you actually think is going to happen? Um, I think that this is going to be very very tough for City because we only because I mean it's, look it's against Liverpool at Anfield, so it's going to be tough, but. Um, we've got PSG a few days before yeah. tonight. So um, I think for that sole reason, it's going to be very, very hard to bounce into an Anfield game. Um, I'm going to go with City because I'm never going to tip against them. But I think realistically, I th- I think it's going to be a draw. That's I like that. I'm actually going to call a draw too. Now you said City at PSG. But Liverpool are playing away at Porto. So that's equally as tough a game. Like, I know it's not at France against PSG, but they are travelling to to, Fran- um, to Portugal to play Porto, who's a dark horse. Yeah, I think that um, the, uh, the benefit of Klopp having Porto is that I don't think he brings his full-strength squad to Portugal. Probably. Um, yeah, so... They don't have much depth, though. No, they don't at the moment. You're right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that it's, it's Liverpool are probably in a much better position than what we are because they haven't had Chelsea the week before either. So, mm. um, yeah, uh, quote-unquote, Jaden, watch this space. But I, I realistically, I think draw. But um, I'm going with my boys in blue, so City. Yeah, I'd like to say, yeah, this is a hard one to pick, please. Um, Liverpool at full flight, City at full flight, but they're, they're both of them are. They've both got fixtures beforehand versus the other teams. Like, they go Liverpool have to travel, City have to travel. It's um, it's hard one to pick, please. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go draw two. Unless, if City can dominate like they have been, City will win. But if it's a very even game, I feel like it'll be a draw. I am going to change my vote to a Liverpool win, actually. You made a good point, Kimmy, that they didn't... Now, they did play Brentford, and it was a tough game, but they didn't have Chelsea. I think that we've seen in the past, at Anfield specifically, Klopp has managed to outdo Pep. Um, and I know I said last week that, you know, Trisha is his number, but I think that, that Klopp has Pep's number at Anfield only. Um, like, it definitely could end up being a draw, for sure. But I'm... Going to win now. So, from you hearing my take, as a City yeah. supporter, I've yeah. somehow convinced you to tip against City. Yep. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've done a good job there. You've done a good job. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Before we do close it out, um, on behalf of the From the Spot team, um, thank you to everyone who has listened to our episodes on this podcast. Um, it's been a roller coaster over seven weeks. It's seven episodes in where we've already reached a thousand listens in the whole podcast entirety um, throughout throughout seven episodes. So it's it's way more than we've ever expected to have at this stage. Um, to show you guys, those that are listening, um, that we do appreciate you guys tuning in every week in week out to listen. Uh, we're permanently moving to to two episodes a week, um, like we just spoke about earlier. That it was such a long break in between recordings that we didn't like it. So we thought, what better way to, to reward the people that are listening to us 
than to bring more of us to to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> they love hearing our voices. Um, but no, we, 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 with, with weeks where there's no Champions League, um, you'll get to listen to a different episode and we'll do something fun. Maybe a draft or or a, a star bench cut. We got plenty of ideas in the, in the think tank for it. Um, so that's, that's something to look out for. Two episodes a week now. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Jared, I just want to echo what you said. You know, thank you to everyone listening for the support. Um, it's something that, that obviously, Jaden, uh, your original idea of something to, to stay connected in lockdown. Um, mm. And now, you know, we never thought that we'd get a thousand listeners uh, seven episodes in. Uh, and from, from people sort of everywhere as well. And I, I mean, I know there's uh, people from England, America, Germany. Um, you got a yeah, couple Germany, of Germany as well. I don't you know how they can understand us, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, look, uh, as, as you said, Jaden, from, from the whole, from the spot team, uh, a massive thank you. Um, we'll wrap this up. Uh, we're three blokes in lockdown. If you haven't worked out already, we have next to no idea what we're banging on about. Uh, we're just here for some banner and beers. If you're Dylan, maybe even a red cordial. Uh, we'll see you next time <laughs> on the spot.